Kato, this is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 30th of June, 2022, a quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Tanko Muhammad, resigned on Monday the 27th. Muhammad, who was appointed in 2019, said he decided to step down from the post because of his ill health. The judge next in seniority will be sworn in as the acting chief justice. His retirement came just a few days after 14 Supreme Court judges accused him of corruption and mismanagement of the court's resources. On Tuesday the 28th, the Senate announced that it has opened an investigation on the retired chief justice. On that note about the Supreme Court, on Friday the 24th, the court struck out a suit filed by President Buhari and the Minister of Justice. The suit sought to remove a selection of the Electoral Act that bars political appointees from voting or participating as candidates in political parties' primary elections. The court said it was unconstitutional for the president to seek the amendment of the act as he signed it into law on the 25th of February. Just a week after he signed the act, the president requested the legislators to amend it and remove the section, but they refused. And still on the topic of courts, on Tuesday the 28th, the federal high court in Abujar dismissed Inamdi Kanu's bail request. Kanu, the leader of the separatist group The Indigenous People of Biafra, faces seven terrorism charges. This is the second bail request that the court has rejected. They turned down the first request on the 18th of May, and the judge ruled that his second bail request amounted to an abuse of the court's process as it had already issued a ruling. The judge then advised him to approach the court of appeal if he was not satisfied with the latest ruling. And moving on to some news about the elections, the Electoral Commission said that up to Monday the 27th, almost 9 million new voters have completed their registration for next year's general elections. It also said the country has a voting population of 84 million. The commission said the ongoing voter registration, which was to close on Thursday the 30th, has been extended indefinitely. Still, there's an election that's much closer. The Orsoon state elections will be held on the 16th of July. On Tuesday the 28th, the federal government urged the residents in the state not to sell their votes. On the same day, a nonprofit organization center for transparency advocacy said it will deploy 60 observers to monitor the elections. On Wednesday the 29th, the senator screened and confirmed the seven ministerial nominees that the president had sent them last week. The president will swear in the ministers in the coming days and also announce the ministries which they will lead. They will replace the ministers who resigned to contest for political office. And on the health news, on Tuesday the 28th, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control said monkeypox cases in the country could reach their highest level in five years if the current trend stays the same. The country has recorded 62 cases so far this year, which is close to the 88 cases recorded in 2017. The organization then decreed the spread of misinformation about the virus and said there is no reason to impose a lockdown. They also said that there is no evidence that would point to the virus's deliberate release from a lab. It also said it has approached the U.S. and the WHO to request vaccines but could not say for sure 
when they will arrive. On Saturday the 25th, the Agency for Food and Drug Administration called for an immediate stop to the use and sale of Placetine hair lotion. European authorities said they recalled the product because it contained preservatives which are forbidden in leave-on cosmetics as they can lead to neurotoxicity and can cause allergic reactions. The agency urged citizens to report any side effects related to the use of the product via its e-reporting platform. You can find the link to the platform in our show notes. Speaking of this agency, on Monday the 27th, its workers said that the strike action, which started on Wednesday the 22nd, will continue until the federal government meets its demands. They are asking for the immediate approval of additional allowances and adequate training for staff and the payment of promotion arrears. South African pay TV service provider MultiChoice revealed that its revenue in Nigeria was about $475 million and grew by 5% in 2021. The company makes 43% of its revenue from Nigeria. Since we talked about revenue on Tuesday the 28th, the federal government said it has raised $482 million from the sale of 57 prospecting licenses for marginal oil fields. Marginal fields are smaller oil blocks located on shore or in shallow waters and are typically developed by local oil companies. The Bank of Industry and the Nigeria Exchange Limited signed a partnership on Wednesday the 29th. The two organizations said the partnership will attract more companies to list in the stock exchange and encourage capital formation in the country. And moving on to some entertainment news, music artist Thames won Best International Artist at the Black Entertainment Television Awards held on Sunday the 26th at the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles. WizKid won Best Collaboration for the song Essence, which featured Thames and Justin Bieber. Movie producer J.J.C. Skills announced the separation from his wife, actress Funke Akindele, on Thursday the 30th. He made the announcement on an Instagram post and admitted the marriage had been troubled for years. The couple had been married for six years and have two children. He added that they have not discussed the custody of their children yet. And to close this edition, some sports news. Footballer Taiwo Awoniyi joined English football club Nottingham Forest on Saturday the 28th. The transfer fee from the Union Berlin to the new club was about $21 million. From football news to basketball news, on Thursday the 23rd, the federal government reversed its decision of withdrawing the national basketball team from international competitions. The government had withdrawn the team for a two-year period due to a leadership struggle and other administrative problems within the National Basketball Federation. This led to the women's team losing its place at the World Cup in Australia that will be held in September. It's unclear if the team will be able to get their place back at the competition as they were replaced by Mali. And some more athletics news. On Monday the 27th, sprinter Blessing Okarbare, who earlier in the year had been banned for 10 years because of doping, was banned for an extra year for evading a sample collection in June 2021. The women's 100 meters relay team, who had qualified for the World Athletics Championships, was also disqualified because the sprinter had helped the team qualify for the competition just six days after she committed the offense. 
All right, let's wrap up this episode with some good news. The country qualified for two events at the World Athletics Championship that will be held from the 15th to the 24th of July in the U.S. The organizers of the championship confirmed on Tuesday the 28th that the men's 100 meters relay team and 400 meters mixed relay team qualified for the competition. All right, that's it for this week. But before we leave, we want to ask you, would you prefer us to have a section in our updates about Nigeria's best films? Or would you prefer Nigeria's best TV series? Let us know your thoughts at Nigeria at Rorschach.com. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K. Karoti.